uh, traveling right now, and I'm traveling. I'm I'm now a guy that travels with a blood pressure monitor. TSA must have been like, "Hey, Gramps, I'm like an old fucking dude now. I'm just dying, and it just is what it is." I mean, we're all dying, but like I'm a little closer than you are, you know. Let's call the brand. Hello. Um, what are you drinking on? Okay, so it's hemp infused sparkling water. Oh, someone sent me this before. Oh, did you like it? And I did not. Oh, so I tried one flavor that I did not like, but this one kind of tasty. Yeah, you're into it? Yeah, it's called lemon rhubarb. Rhubarb, I'm sure. Rhubarb. Sorry, extra B. Pretty good. You're from the South. You never had a rhubarb pie? Mm-mm. Not a big pie guy. You're not a pie guy? No. Who isn't a pie guy? I'd rather have cake. I guess. Right? Like cake over pie any day. I don't know, man. I'm like a good apple pie with some ice cream on it. Some ice cream. I mean, that shit slaps, son. It's fine. But you know what I don't like? I don't like pecan pie. Ew. And I hate pumpkin pie. Ew. What pie do you like? Apple's like the best, I would say. And it's just fine, though. Like, why have apple pie when you could have funfetti cake? Am I right? Yeah, but I feel like (laughs) apple pie is a little healthier. Is it, though, really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a difference. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Something about apple pie just... (sighs) Speaking of favorite things in pies, in Los Angeles, there's a place called Apple Pan. Have you ever been there? No. Fuck, dude. It's been around forever. Like, my mom used to go there in high school. Like, the same dude still worked there. I mean, they serve pies, like, whatever, but they got a hickory burger there. That'll fucking knock your socks off, son. Go. What? It's right by the West Side Pavilion. If you're ever, everyone out there in YFT land, if you have a chance to go to Los Angeles, go to the Apple Pan. It'll blow your balls off. So they have pies and burgers. I think they were originally like famous for the pie situation, but then the burger thing really took over. And I've honestly had like one slice of pie there, but I've had the hickory burger ad nauseum, and it's so delicious. Very interesting. I would say it's a better burger than an In-N-Out burger or a Five Guys burger. <gasps> or Love Five Guys. Water burger or. Ew. Also, I'm so sick of the debate of, like, who's got the better burger, you know? It's like, it's wherever the fuck you grew up. If you grew up in California, of course you think that In-N-Out Burger is the best because that's where you grew up. But it's not that good. They're all fucking good. But we're just talking about nostalgia now, you know? like if you grew- I feel like In-N-Out's just fine. Fuck, dude. No way, man. It's <laughs> amazing. It's not amazing. Yeah, they got the secret menu and shit, and you feel like you're in some sort of club. You know, I have the same conversation with Sarah, and she's like, fucking Shake Shack rocks my nuts off. And I'm like, you know what? You're not wrong. Shake Shack is delicious, but Shake Shack is is so specific to your life. Like, I didn't grow up in New York. We didn't have a Shake Shack, but whatever. And like, say Texas. People in Texas, fucking A, dude. Love a Whataburger. Whataburger, Whataburger. And then you got to say it weird. Fucking Whataburger. Is it made of water? No, it's what a burger. You're saying, wow, what a burger this is. But then Texas went and they, you know what? We're going to make it fucking weird because we're Texas and water burger. No, and you know what? If you grew up in Texas, fuck yeah, dude. That's the shit because it's where you grew up and it fucking means something to you. But you know what? 
They're all delicious. But I will say, Apple Pan Burgers, the Hickory oh, Burger, boy. Man, that fucking slap, son. Mm. My pick out of all those would be Five Guys. Five Guys is coming in hot on my radar recently. Five Guys, I do feel like just ripped off the in and out aesthetic with the oh, white a and red. thousand percent. Yeah. And so like that annoyed me. It was like, you're just fucking a copycat. Food's better. I don't know if they're better. Also, better. It's also like, it's a greasier burger. It's like not as healthy. Same with Shake That's Shack. That's true. I do feel like the In-N-Out burger, it seems a little healthier. I could see that. But those Cajun fries though. I will give you that. In-N-Out needs, In-N-Out needs to have like a secret menu of just like cholesterol fries. You can also have yeah. the healthy fries, but then also make shitty like bad for you fries. Because it's the one that's holding you back. And I guess they do have the cholesterol fries. It's called animal style. And that's just really just clogging them pores up. I don't even, I don't like that. The great burger debate is so dumb because it's just whatever you grew up with, you know? You're right. I know I'm right. I just want to say one thing, and I need to go back and find it, but I'm too lazy to do it. You are now lady soda water over here. You're just ripping down soda waters left and right, okay? <laughs> and I'm so annoyed because early in the fucking genesis of this show – you would make fun of me and you would say that soda water isn't hydrating. Do you remember this? I do and I stand by it, which is why I also have a glass of regular water to coincide with my sparkling water. Do you know how ridiculous this is? Because you know what? Is it soda water? One <laughs> hydrogen and two oxygens. And carbonation. Yes, and carbon has been added into it. But you're still <laughs> have still wet. <laughs> the Ew. water is still wet, and you're still getting the water in your body. But I feel like the carbon cancels out the hydration. <laughs> Can we get a fucking doctor on this show? Chemistry 101. Yeah, I feel like you failed that. I actually was in AP Chem and made an A the whole time, but that's fine. Did you take a lot of AP classes? Um, I did on like the math science side, but I could not hang on the English side. Like English lit, can't do that. Any type of like government history, can't do that. But I could hang with like the math and science stuff. I never took a single AP class. I wasn't oh. trying to do, I wasn't trying to be better than anybody else. Like this isn't a competition, guys. This is just. It is though. It totally <laughs> is. And so I want to circle back around to it because one of my favorite things is the new documentary about the Ooh, college admission the college. scandal. Mm-hmm. Sarah and I are, we're both sitting there watching it and I was like, you know, it's like these kids being like, I didn't get into Stanford. I did like every AP class. I did AP chemistry, AP physics, AP English, AP lit. And I'm like, I didn't do a fucking single one of those. And Sarah's like, I didn't even fucking go to college. And I was like, look at us. <laughs> I only went for one year. So. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> oh. I went to Ole Miss. And I, one of the reasons why I went there, I mean, yes, I had a great journalism department, but one of the reasons why I went there was because you didn't have to write an essay for the admissions thing. I was like, I got oh, wow. all I got to do is just put my name and my social security, and and then they'll let me know. Fucking a, baby, let's sign go. me up. Yeah, that's funny. I guess we should start the show. Mm-hmm. My you thoughts know. exactly. Is it me or you? I think it's you. Bros and hoes. You're listening to Your Favorite Thing Podcast with... Wells and Brandy. You don't have a bell, do you? I don't, because your boy's traveling. Where are you exactly? I don't know where I am. Yes, you do. 
I think I'm in New Mexico. Ah, have you seen outside of your the four walls of your hotel room? I am quarantining right now, but I went. I, I've been able to go on runs outside and. Mm. Albuquerque, when you think of New Mexico, you think hot desert. There's like snow on the mountains and it's cold and we're like at altitude. We're like a mile high. I'm like, where am I? That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's cool. You know, traveling is just real weird. Um, Mm -hmm. So I was flying out here and number one, like the things that were in my carry-on were so weird that TSA didn't even check. They didn't even like care. what I had to quarantine, you know, in a hotel room for a couple days before like I'm allowed to go outside and do stuff and go to work. So I bring mm-hmm. I bring things that I think will entertain me. OK. OK. So this is what I have in my carry on. I have a laptop, an iPad. I even have like a Nintendo. Is it Switch? Whatever. It's the, mm-hmm. the new Game Boy. That's normal shit. And then, of course, I have all this recording equipment, which is kind of a lot of stuff. And then I have a collapsible putter so I can, like, putt in the hotel room, you know, like, to do something, right? That's insane, but okay. And then also a blood pressure fucking monitor. So I'm sure the TSA guy's like, who the fuck is this guy? Is this guy 14 or is this guy 4 million years old? <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. Is so they didn't even, like, check. They were just like, well. The golf ball thing, broken down. It looks like a bunch of tubes and then these two balls. And I'm like, that looks like what I would think a fucking bomb would look like. I don't know. Oh, my god! I'm just saying it looks all fucking you know, weird, right? And then mm-hmm. also a blood pressure monitor looks like something that would detonate said thing, right? The fact that you have to travel with a blood pressure monitor... Wells, it's not right. It's not right. The BP is <laughs> high, kid. Listen. Oh, it's so sad. But like my bag looked so bomby and no one, my God. they were just like, fucking go, dude, whatever. <laughs> this guy's either f- going through puberty or he's about to die. I don't We don't even, we, listen, we don't even know. We haven't seen anybody travel in a while. So just fucking go. You'll be fine. That's Meanwhile, just, they take my sealed peanut butter away from me. Like, and I can't even. Oh, man. That could be plastic explosive. Apparently it's a liquid, but I would argue that it's not, so. Mm, That AP chem didn't really uh, help you out there, did it? The consistency of peanut butter is not liquid. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, but it's not solid. Like, would you say jam or jelly is a liquid or a solid? No. I mean, I guess that's a gelatin. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't know either. There's like a layer of juice, peanut yeah. butter juice. What's that about, guys? But once you stir it, it's not. I know. Peanut butter juice. I think it's oil, which is disgusting. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. 
I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bull and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Okay, so did you watch Operation Varsity Blues, the college administration scandal? I sure did. What were your thoughts? How on earth did this Photoshop make it through? Like, I just don't... Like, clearly the colleges were also in on it. Like, there's no way this guy sent in these horrible Photoshop photos to these colleges. These kids get in and no one follows up. Like, I'm sorry, is there water po- water polo team, like, down six people? Because there's six fakers, like, signed up for water polo? Like, what about their actual water polo team? I don't understand. Is water polo even a sport? I've never seen it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. It's such bullshit. Uh, you know, like underwater basket weaving or like yacht racing. And it's all this bullshit. So, you know, like no one fucking goes to that to watch. Like you don't buy tickets to it. It's not being aired on ESPN. So it's not bringing any money. So I'm sure that the AD's like whatever money we can fucking get, get it out of, you know. Archery. Archery. How many Katniss Everdeens we got out there? <laughs> Where's Lego loss at? I mean, it's, it's it's my whole thing. Like my my takeaway from the thing was is like I feel bad for the parents because the parents are just really trying to do what's best for their kids. You know, mm-hmm. they're not evil people. They're not. I don't think they're criminals. It's fucked up because it is probably making some people that like really do deserve to get in, not get in. That's fucked up. Those people aren't murderers or robbers. You know, they're not terrible. They're not evil people. They're doing what they think is best. My thing is, is that you're a dumbass kid who can't get over a 13 on the ACT. You're going to fucking pump 200 K into him (laughs) being a fucking underwater basket weaver specialist. (laughs) is going to drop out after fucking two semesters. Like, this is the worst. Like, how did you get rich if you, when you realize that the investment that you've got here is a, is going to absolutely tank after the third quarter? That's, to me, was crazy. Like, I'm sorry, the fucking Lori Laughlin kid. Mm-hmm. That chick was going to fail out sophomore year, guys. Why are you putting money into that? You know, like, let her be a YouTube star and then get on with your life. I know. We have any kids that are like smart that want to go to good colleges or whatever. Yeah, go try to get into those ones. But like we were saying in like the preamble to the show, dude, you can go anywhere and still get a fucking mm-hmm. good education and yeah, you don't got to stress about it. You know, there's a mm-hmm. million freaking colleges. I had it all to do again. I probably would have done this. I would have gone to JUCO, gotten all my creds and then transferred in, saved a bunch of money, you know? Mm-hmm. That documentary was just amazing. We wonder how there's so many stupid people in the world. This is how it happens. 
A parent takes their child to a pool, has them fake a photo shoot, scheme their way, I guess, into college. What a douchebag kid to actually agree to that and want to and say like, yeah, dad, that's a great idea. Like your parent, you're creating a douchebag son by like shooting a, photo, a fake photo shoot and getting him into college. Like that's just crazy to me. This is how people turn out to be awful. I just like that some of the parents are like, I just don't want my kid to know. I really don't no, want my I kid. I don't want him to know about this because it'll like really ruin his fucking ego. Well, you don't think your kid doesn't know he's a fucking idiot? I'm sorry that <laughs> kid. Every you know, I was a dumb kid. I knew I was stupid. I didn't. You know, like if I had went and took the ACT and fucking came back and there was, I got a 34. I'd have been like. There's something awry here, guys. I'll take it. I will absolutely take it. But there is no way on God's green earth that my dumb ass got anywhere near a fucking 34. All right? Mm-hmm. But anyways, great documentary. Mm-hmm. So I'll give it a ding, I guess. Yeah. It was what? The people that did the Firefest documentary and one other one. Yeah. So they're pros at this. At this point. The only thing that really annoys me is that the person that should fucking go to jail didn't go to jail. Well, I know. And so this is what annoys me about our justice system. Aunt Becky doesn't need to go to jail. Like that doesn't help. That that doesn't fix the fucking problem of Aunt Becky going to jail, you know, or the guy who started Mossimo going to jail. The fucking guy who was photoshopping things and getting kids and paying off ADs and getting these kids in so other kids couldn't fucking get in, that guy should be rotting in jail. And of course he's mm-hmm. not because our fucking justice system is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Preach it. So frustrating. The fat boat coach for like USC. Like he didn't, he never even got anyone in. He was just like, what the fuck? And now he's got a I think he's a boat coach. <laughs> boat coach. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but yacht coach, shut up. All right. Yachting. Yo, the, uh, the, are you the schooner coach? <laughs> no, you're a boat coach. All right. So get used to it. <laughs> oh. Sarah and I watched Soul. Have you watched Soul yet? No, what's that? It's so good. It's like the new Pixar movie. Oh. Like every Pixar movie, it's for kids, but really adults identify with it. Mm-hmm. And like every Pixar movie, you're going to cry at the end. Because <laughs> Disney wants to make you feel like a piece of garbage. The cast is great. It's Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey are the two main people. And here's the, the tag. After landing the gig of a lifetime, a New York jazz pianist suddenly finds himself trapped in a strange land between Earth and the afterlife. So, wow. So it's kind of heavy, man. It's like when I saw Up, I was like, you're opening with a miscarriage and then the wife dies and he's an old, lonely man. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys over there at Disney? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's some pretty serious subject matter. So I'm going to give you the synopsis, basically. Jamie Foxx plays, he's a jazz pianist, but like to make ends meet, he is a band teacher at like the local high school in New York, okay? But obviously, like every musician, he aspires to be more and he wants to be like this amazing jazz pianist. And so one of his ex-students gets him an audition with like this amazing jazz trumpeter, okay? And so he goes down to the audition and absolutely kills it. 
the jazz trumpetist is like, where have you been? You're amazing. Be here in your best suit tonight at 7 o'clock. I did it. Finally, like, achieved my dream. I'm, I'm going to play with this amazing jazz trumpeter, blah, 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 whatever. And so he's, like, super pumped. And so, like, he's, like, you know, like, walking out, feeling no pain. The Leo DiCaprio picture of him, like, walking on the beach, like, yeah. like it's, Love that picture. Yeah, exactly. Everyone knows exactly what I'm talking about. So he's, like, doing that in New York. And, the, of course, the motherfucker falls down a manhole and dies. Okay? This is how Disney decides to start movies now. They're just killing people. And you're supposed to be like, okay, great. So he goes to the afterlife. And what I really do love about this movie, and I do think Disney does a good job of, we're not going to get super religious. We're going to kind of just walk a fine line between whatever. So he's in, like, a line with a bunch of different souls going up to the cosmos or heaven, however you want to quantify it. And he's like, no, I can't, no, I can't. I finally got my big break. I can't, I can't go to heaven now. I need to go back. So he like tries to go back and he kind of like breaks through to like this different realm of existence. He lies and he says he's a mentor for new souls. And so there's all these like baby souls that haven't gone to earth yet the dead souls these mentor souls have to like get these baby souls ready to go to earth and his whole plan is is like okay if you're ready you get like this little badge that says you're ready to go to earth he's like if i mentor one of these little baby souls i can steal their badge and i can go back and i can go back into my body and i can go to this gig the whole thing is about him playing this fucking gig okay the Soul that he has to mentor is played by Tina Fey. She does not want to go to the real world. She enjoys living in the nowhere land or whatever. And then the story kind of unfolds from there. And then I won't say much more because then it would be ruining the movie for you. But it is so fucking good. Sarah and I absolutely loved it. Of course, like, you do cry at the end. One of the things that, like, these baby souls need to find is their spark. Mm. And so a lot of it is like trying to find your thing. And obviously for this guy, his thing was jazz piano. Mm -hmm. And so they're trying to find Tina Fey's thing. And so it's like really interesting, like all these like baby souls are trying to find their thing before they're allowed to go to earth. And it's such a good message for kids and then a really painful one for adults because you need to remember that like there's like something in, in the world that like gives you fucking joy and you like, and you're just all about it. And mm-hmm. then as you get older, you fucking stop doing that thing or like caring about that thing or even trying to make that thing like your career, you know? For kids, it's like, okay, yeah, my thing is being a boat coach. I'm gonna go be a boat coach or whatever it is, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then the parents are watching it and you're like, oh, I wanted to be a, an improv actor and I <laughs> gave it up to become an insurance salesman, you know? It's like, mm-hmm. so anyways, the message is really cool. Obviously, the music's really, really good because it's about a jazz pianist. Anyways, give me a ding for soul. It's so good. Wow, that's like the most passionate I've seen you talk about something in a long time. Really? Maybe ever. No, I thought I uh, I got passionate about something last time. Not like that. You loved that movie. I did. It like got it got me. Made me got cry you. at the end. You know. What's your thing, Wells? <laughs> I don't know. Golf. I like to play oh golf. My God. <laughs> Not golf. Oh. 
one of the big messages is like your spark isn't the thing that you have to do. So he has this like realization of it doesn't have to define you, but you can't lose it. Like your thing is being an equestrian. You're not going to be like a pro horse rider, but like you're not going to give up your spark, you know? Right. So anyways. Cute. so I'll watch it. Yeah, you're going to love it. What you got? I brought this up, I think, on the first live Patreon thing we did. Mm-hmm. It was like at the very end, you told me to go watch Debris, which, by the way, I tried it again. Really? I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling. But we'll come back to that. Okay. Um, but I asked you to watch an episode of The One. And I started it this when I was in L.A. Miley and I started an episode of it. And then I didn't watch any more of it until I got home. So I had only watched the one episode. I have binged that thing. It is the best show I have seen in such a long time. Really? Loved it. Obviously, if you've seen the end of season one, I think there's going to be a season two. Can't wait. So here's the synopsis. Love and lies spiral when a DNA researcher helps discover a way to find the perfect partner, and creates a bold new matchmaking service. The one. This guy and this girl are able to use DNA to figure out who your perfect person is. And so it's yeah, so like... It's, it's a little bit Black Mirror-ish in that sense. Yeah, but it's also like Match or Bumble meets 23andMe. Totally. And it's also like very successful in this alternate universe in this show. My question to you is this. Would you use it? In the show, this is the struggle is like if you're already in a relationship like Wells and I are, Mm -hmm. it's like do you risk ruining the relationship that you're in that you've been happy in, you know, to see if there's somebody else out there you're more compatible with? Like that is so scary. My favorite storyline in the whole thing is the woman who is in a happy marriage with a Hannah. really nice guy. Yeah. And she goes on the one to see who <sighs> his fucking, you know, match would be. And then she goes and meets her. And like a dummy. Like a dummy. And then becomes friends. And the guy throws a surprise oh. birthday party for her and invites her. people. I know. But like that one storyline, I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> You deserve to get fucked over in this situation because you're so dumb. So dumb. But what about that twist at the end? I don't want to run it for anybody, but that I girl. Didn't see the end. Oh my. Okay. Well, there's a there's like that tiny little twist at the end with that scenario, and then there's another twist at the very, very, very end that I just like. It's not something like I didn't see it coming at the end. I was like, okay, yeah, this is all panning out to kind of how I thought, and then at the very end, they kind of do one more thing where you're like, oh didn't know that yeah it's pretty good i gotta say i think i thought it was great i know we already talked about one documentary but i've got another one for you okay have you seen the last blockbuster i wanted to start that last night and i ended up watching something else instead was it good i loved it i absolutely and it's so funny because like sarah has been trying to get me to watch both the college admission scandal and the last blockbuster documentaries. And I've been like, I'm like, I don't want to do a documentary. Let's do something easy. Something that's like fun. And finally she made me watch them both. And I was like, I'm such an idiot. These were so great. Both of these were so great. Now here's the thing. The last blockbuster is a phenomenal film. If you really remember blockbuster. Right. If you're too young, and I don't know how many like Gen Zers we got listening <laughs> to this thing, but if you didn't go to Blockbuster, you're going to be so fucking confused. 
Yeah. Oh, I miss Blockbuster. And that's what this documentary does. It makes you miss the pomp and circumstance of going to Blockbuster on a Friday night with your friends and the babysitter. Like it was a whole fucking hullabaloo. The Blockbuster membership card. Oh, yeah. Do you remember like getting your own? Of course. Oh, epic. But it did. It gave you something to do. It was like an activity of like going and picking out the movie and it was like a whole thing. They also talk about, you know, when your movie wasn't there. So then you'd go to the return bin and be like, hey, is the Desperado here? They have like a lot of people who are famous that are are, are like kind of narrating it. Like Paul Shears, one of them, he was on, on the league. And he was a Blockbuster employee. And of course, he had like Kevin Smith, who, you know, became famous from a movie called Clerks, in which one of the characters actually works at a, a video rental store. When Blockbuster went away, we lost something that was really important, which was like a gatekeeper to good shit. The nerdy blockbuster guy who you'd go up to and be like i love horror movies and slasher films like what should i rent and then they Mm -hmm. would tell you you know they were like the bastions for like good shit very much like when you go to a record store today that's what's awesome that like vinyl has made this comeback because like you'll go to a record store and you'll be like yeah i'm into the shins and vampire weekend and nick drake what do you suggest and they'll be like oh have you heard of bashong from france you're like fuck no and then all (laughs) of a sudden you like learn about some new shit and you fucking feel cool again and that's gone now which sucks Mm -hmm. like that doesn't exist anymore this is a big point in the movie and as we were watching it sarah's like it's so true it fucking sucks like there isn't some spirit guide for vhs movies anymore and i was like yes there is it's called your favorite thing podcast it's literally the whole fucking premise of our show (laughs) is that two people talk about what you should fucking watch (laughs) (laughs) that's funny yeah I like that. It's really good. You should watch it. Like, if nothing else, for the nostalgia of the whole thing. Yeah, it's on my radar. I definitely, definitely do want to watch it. Yeah. Oh, you know what else I watched that you talked about a while back? What's that? I care a lot. Yeah, did you like it? Loved it. So good, right? I was hesitant to watch it because I didn't love the, like, storyline of, like, her conning old people. That, like, made me sad. That's not what all the movie's about. Like, once you get past the first, like, 30 minutes, it really moves on from that quite a bit and turns into this whole other thing, really. So if you, like, haven't wanted to watch it because of that, like, my mom won't watch it because she thinks it'll make her sad about my mammy that passed away because it's about old people and stuff. And I don't know. I was like, I mean, it's, like, about that in the beginning, but then, like, it moves past it. So I loved it. I love Rosamund Pike. I was, like, so inspired by that one that I went back and watched Gone Girl the other night. And, Mm -hmm. uh, again, like, Gone Girl was so good. That's why I said she's cornered the market of, like, crazy bitch in movies. I mean, doesn't she play the same character basically in everything? Yeah. And, hey, listen, if that's your shtick, you fucking ride that to the wheels come off there, Rosamund. I know. She's so good. Yeah, that movie is It's going to win something. I've got another movie for you then. Okay. It's kind of a horror, kind of a drama, kind of a crime mystery. Okay. It's called I See You. Huh. Tell me about it. I, I might have started one, started it. Okay. So Helen Hunt is the main character. You remember her from Mad About You or Twister? Yeah. Here's the tag. Strange occurrences plague a small town detective and his family as he investigates the disappearance of a young boy. 
it starts out with like this little boy like riding his bike through the woods, right? All of a sudden, he gets like lifted off of his bike and he like flies back in the air, and you're like, whoa! Like, what is this? Is this a ghost? Is this an alien? Like, what kind of weird spirit just did this to this boy? And then it like pivots over to these two detectives are out looking for this boy and you find out that there's another missing boy in the area in the past couple of months. And like, this is a thing. So they're like trying to figure out what's going on. Right. And then the detective comes home and he's married to Helen Hunt and they've got a son and they're going through some marital issues. And then all of a sudden some like really weird stuff starts happening in the house. The TV keeps on turning on and going to the story of the young boy and like Helen Hunt keeps on like turning it off. It comes back on and you're like, what is this? Is it a ghost? Like what's happening here? One day she comes home, all the silverware is gone. What is going on? That's the premise. I can't say much more about it because there's not one but two phenomenal twists in this movie. Whoa. One happens and you're like, whoa. Okay, did not see that coming. And then the like the ending twist, you're like, oh, I blew my nut just off the first twist. Oh my but God. But there's a second twist. I don't know if I can nut again. Ew. <laughs> so anyways, I see you. Uh, it came out in 2019, so I don't know how I missed it. Really good. It did not go where I thought it was going to go, you know? Okay. All right. Huge misdirection. I'll give that a go. Give it a go. I have a least favorite thing. Okay. Give it to me. Oh, I wish I had Tish the Dish on here to speak on this because she feels very passionately about it. Yeah. I was in LA last week and my mom and I were like flipping through Netflix and they, I don't know if this is a new thing. It's something I've never noticed before, but now they're doing this thing where it's like number one on Netflix today and mm-hmm. it's like top 10 on Netflix today or whatever. And it was the number one movie on Netflix the day we watched this. And we clicked on it. It's called Deadly Illusions. We clicked on it and it was adapted from a book, I think, which is usually like a good sign that it's going to be decent. And then like the thing that really sold it was the cast. It's Kristen Davis, who is Sex and the City, and Dermot uh, Maloney, who's in a ton of stuff, especially he was like a hottie in the 90s. Mulroney. Uh, Mulroney, yeah. So we were like, okay, like great cast. You know, I think it's from a book. Like, it's probably going to be good. So we start this movie. This movie is one of the worst movies <laughs> I have ever seen. My mom and I, this the whole time, like, we'd get, like, 20 minutes in. We were like, this is pretty bad. And then, but we kept watching. And then you get 20 minutes more in, and you're like, this is so bad. But we've already watched 40 minutes. So we got to, like, finish, the, you know, keep going or whatever. And we just kept watching it, and it just kept getting worse and worse. How did these actors read this script and say, yeah, I want to be part of this project? Like, it is so cheeseball. And the girl, the younger girl in it that plays, like, the quote-unquote villain, she's so bad. And it's just so cringy, so awkward. Like, the ending is weird. It's con- First of all, you don't even really know what's going on. Like, it's confusing and not in a good way. You're like, what is freaking happening here? Like, I don't – this movie is bad. My mom was like – of all of the movies and shows I pitch around Los Angeles that don't get greenlit, you're telling me that somebody greenlit this freaking Netflix movie when all the good shit I bring gets turned down and this is what gets sold? She was livid. There's a part of me that thinks that, like, if you pay Netflix enough, they'll throw it at the top of the you should watch list. 
I don't know. I get, I mean, I don't know, but we, so we were saying like, we were like, how is this the number one movie on Netflix today? But it's because everybody clicks on it because it's like, because it's like, oh, good actors. Like, oh, like sounds like a good like little synopsis sounds good or whatever. And then you click on it and then you watch it. And even though it's bad, you keep watching it because you're like, well, I've wasted 30 minutes of my life. I might as well waste 40 more or whatever. And you keep watching. And then it becomes the number one movie. And then it stays the number one movie because everybody clicks on it because it's the number one movie. Yeah. It's a vicious it's cycle. Save 80 minutes of your life and just say no. Yeah. Go watch I See You instead. It's bad. I got one more. Disney Plus is just kind of being like, fuck it, we're just going to make TV shows now because movie theaters are dead. Because they did it with WandaVision, and now the other one that's come out is The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Have you? Did you see that? Oh, I've seen the preview. I really want to watch it. Yeah, so here's the, the tag. Following the events of the Avengers Endgame, Sam Wilson, Falcon, and Bucky Barnes, Winter Soldier, team up in a global adventure that tests their abilities and their patience. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's just like another Avengers movie, but it's this time it's just these two guys, and it's fucking badass. Like, I, <laughs> There's really nothing to say other than the fact that it's the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and they're fighting. So yeah, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Check it out. Okay. I still have to get Disney Plus. You do. They got a lot of good I stuff know. in there. They got soul. I need it. You can watch soul there. I know you're not invested, but I'm sorry. This week's Grey's Anatomy episode was so bad. I think I scrolled on my phone the whole time. I don't even think I watched it. Like it was, I did not love it. I'm sorry. Is um, McDreamy back or is he still, is he dead? Oh, he's way dead, but he keeps know. like making appearances in like, I guess Meredith is in a coma and she's like in this interim, like between life and death. And she's on a beach hanging with McDreamy. And it's like, okay, that was cool for an episode. Now I'm kind of over it. Like, is Meredith going to die or what? It's just really weird. I just really didn't love it at all. Okay, since you did that, I'll, I'll do this one really quick. Just really excited about the challenge because CT and Big T are back together again, and Big T got her fucking skull, which means she can run in TJ's final. So that's it. Wow. That's all I got for you. Okay. You know, it's stupid, but whatever. Wow, 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 wow. You got any Muzaks? Let me see. I know this is your guy, mm. but he's also my guy. Uh, Who? I really like Ben Howard's new track that showed up on my release radar. Which one? Called Rookery. Mm -hmm. I liked it too. Go ahead, you should go shoot them down. That's what you said, you should go shoot them down. So hey, that's me. Shooting at a hundred-year-old rookery Oh, look at me The definition of futility That's what they'll say anyway Won't they, babe? So I'll go back to working through the gentle hours yeah, I really like that one. I love Ben Howard. I do too. Okay, this song is not new, but it's new to me. It just popped up on one of my like Spotify makes the daily mixes every week or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
and it popped up on one of those, but it came out last year, I guess. Have you heard of, heard of Leah Kate? I've never heard of her, but she's got a song called Bad Idea, and it came up on this playlist, and I am here for it. and we had a couple drinks. See, look at me. Now I'm feeling weak. Hands all over me. Am I in too deep? You drive me off in the darkness. We stand in my doorway. What are we doing? I know. I like that. I feel like uh, you could use that in your DJ life. Oh, probably. I loved it. That's all I got. I wasn't really that impressed with anything on my release radar. I was watching Batman versus Superman or something because I've gone down like, the <laughs> Zack Snyder hole. Mm-hmm. And I've decided that I think the greatest superhero entrance music is Wonder Woman's. You hear that music and you're like, oh, fuck, she's about to beat the shit out of you. I've decided that, and so you need to remember this because I'm definitely going to die before you because the blood pressure, when they're like carrying my casket to the grave, I want someone to start playing the Wonder Woman theme. Okay. Just because I want everyone to be like, what the fuck? Like, is he going to come back to life? Like, you know, and like everyone be mm-hmm. on their toes just for a second, you know? And then, mm-hmm. and, and of course I'm dead. Or maybe not. Maybe I come back to life somehow. When you're carrying my dead ass to the grave. Mm-hmm. I won't be carrying it, but okay. Well, yeah. Maybe maybe blood will be. I don't know who's going to be doing it from your family, but someone. This is what I want playing. All right, guys? Just like everyone's like, wait, is he fucking dead? <laughs> What's happening here? Is Wells going to come back to life right now? Holy shit, Wells gonna come back to life? He's coming to life right now! Oh, that'd be such a Wells thing to do! And then you're like, oh no, he really is dead. Hmm. Did you know that we started a dudes with tudes thread on our Discord chat? Oh really? So people have a so people have a safe place to vent. It's gonna be some good reading. That's gonna be my next like airplane read. I mean like dudes <laughs> with tudes is just a fuck you very much then. Pretty much, yeah. 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 We're just fucking renaming old bits at this point. You know what? Shh. I'm just saying. We are doing what we're doing. <sighs> Shannon A. wants to do an erotic grandpa meetup when this COVID fuckery is over. That sounds sketchy. But like, Shannon, do you want to meet me or do you want to meet erotic grandpa? Because those are two different people. <laughs> I don't ever... Want to meet erotic grandpa in real life, just FYI. Wait, Devin V. Wells, the trick to your arm not being sore after the vaccine is doing push-ups before and after. That's what myself and a few of my friends did. None of us had sore arms uh, after either shot. All right, first of all, Devin V., if that is your real name, your mm-hmm. boy can't do push-ups. Got no upper body strength. Lauren T. wants Brandy and Wells to mention their favorite food slash drink places in Nashville. We've done this so many times, Lauren T. Go back. We have. Listen we have. to the show. I love Barcelona Wine Bar. That's just my go-to. Mine is Dino's Bar on the east side. Hipster. Best fucking burger in Nashville. Hands down, sister. And also great CD bar and a phenomenal backyard patio sitch. Same vein, uh, Mas Tacos on the east side. Get it. Those are my suggestions for you, Lauren T. 
Time for erotic grandpa shoutouts to close out your favorite thing. Also, to the people who send us this, this is not the YFTs. These are the producers. Can we fucking find out what their last names are? Because if I were to be one of these people getting a shout out from erotic grandpa, I wouldn't want the ambiguity. 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 Thank you, Brandy. I wouldn't want that. Uh, uh, just Jordan D. I'd want my fucking full name on there. You know what's the point? It, it could be any Jordan D. from Colorado. So let's know everyone's last name. So shout out to Jordan D. Jordan D.'s nuts from Colorado. Also shout out shout out to Monica P. from Question Mark. She doesn't know where she is, and either do I, because I am old and in a home. A shout-out to Megan A. from Minnesota. Brandy, have you ever been to Minnesota? Yeah, I have, actually. Oh. Love it. How about that? That's nice. Real nice people. Such sweet people. Also, shout-out to Emmy S. from Minnesota. Everyone's fucking from Minnesota this week. (laughs) Shout-out to Grace F. from California, the greatest state in the nation. Shout out to Megan B. from Arkansas. I hope you're happy because your Arkansas Razorbacks are in the Elite Eight of the Basketball Championship. And that's exciting. And maybe the only exciting thing that's happened to Arkansas since forever. Also, shout out to KTF from Maryland. Is MD Maryland? Yes. KTF. Also, shout out to Emily E. from Wisconsin. They have great cheese there. And you know what I found out recently, Brandy? Cheese They squeak. What? They squeak? What does? Cheese curds. Cheese curds squeak? Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, like have, you ever, have you ever gone to a cheese factory in Wisconsin and you bite into the cheese curd and it squeaks? No, that's because the mouse is in the cheese and the mouse no. is like, eek. Nope. Well, anyways, I love cheese, but I can't eat it. It gives, my, gives me the bubble guts, and then I have to wear Depends, because I'll shake my pants. Shout yeah. out to Heather M. from Georgia. All right, Heather, I like Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I like Georgia. Uh, always have, always will. And you've done great things in terms of voting recently, which we're all very excited about. Also, shout out to Shannon A. from Maine, Massachusetts. That one. Massachusetts? Mm-hmm. No, what is Maine? Am I? That's Michigan. I think M-E, I think. Okay. Shout out to <laughs> Jessica H. from Wa from Wa. I think that's the Washington State, but also my initials, Wells Adams. Shout out to Dawn F. from New Jersey. I just feel like Dawn F. sounds like someone who goes out and parties a lot. Really? Interesting. That's a nice way of saying I think that Dawn is a flat-foot floozy and needs to rein it in a little bit. And also, shout-out to Jennifer S. from Illinois. Have we ever had a man want to shout-out? I don't think so. (laughs) I don't think so either. I don't think so. Okay. Well, Brandy, I think that's it. I think so, too. Okay. Well, I think I'm dying. And if I'm dying...
dying. Someone better be playing this song! I hope you don't die, because I'm not doing erotic grandpa shoutouts. So, I'm going to need you to stick around. You can't do it. You don't have the... You don't have the talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. Okay. Goodbye to all you YFTers out there. We love you very Bye, much. Bye, I'm... Is he dead? Very much. Is he dead? No. He's coming back to life. No, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Okay. Bye-bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.